Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hitchbeth. And I'm Travis Lodge. And this is the podcast where, you know, I, I gotta stop saying that. Obviously, it's a podcast. I, yeah, I'm gonna, I, you know, as we're, what this podcast is. You know, or just this show. This show. You know what it is? Is because I used to say my favorite show, and I didn't want to say show twice. Uh, so I, I said podcast. So now, now you're really overthinking it. I'm really overthinking it. But this <laughs> is the show. We're Travis and I are breaking down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and we are at the end of season four. It felt like it took, it's taken a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, every minute of it, wonderful, Travis. <laughs> I mean, I, every time. I no, I mean I with you. I mean, not, course, not, yes, not yes, with you. Yes. I did make yes. a list at the end because uh, one of the points we made about how uneven the season is is, mm-hmm. and yet it has some of. A, a lot of the best episodes we've ever, we've seen yet. Yep. And I made a little list to, to go over with you at the end. Okay. But uh, all right then. Mm-hmm. Hey world, season four, episode sixteen. And uh, before we get to that, um, brief new legends talk. First of all, I don't know if you're aware of the uh, I don't know actual Twitter situation going on with uh, that Kato Shimitsu had to step in and clarify <laughs> what was this about season eight season eight yeah. yeah um everyone like the fandom is speculating because oh they haven't said there's gonna be a season eight yet they hasn't said they're gonna... i'm like there's gonna be a fucking season eight the show's doing great you know, mm-hmm. based on the ratings it's just pulled in yeah not great for all tv great for the cw though yeah right up yeah right up there they did their best numbers in like a long time the other night cool. and uh <laughs> like number two behind some other teenage soap opera stuff and uh someone uh, released a shot of i guess an email or a memo that was sent out to like the crew saying like get ready to prepare for it and then like, like confirmed season right. eight's happening and uh, kato shimitsu had to go out and say yeah we send those to everyone so they're ready because there there probably is but there has been no word and there was a ruckus on twitter about this right it was hilarious i think i did see a bit of it yeah yeah it was wild but you're saying you're this is a gideon guy's uh guarantee this is the old triple g we're getting from uh uh johnny hedgepeth here that a season eight will be Look, I have you on I can't, record, sir. No, because I can never, I will never, ever predict what network TV executives will do. I never, I've been disappointed too many times. All right. So, all right. But, this, I'll keep the triple G. I had a triple G stamp yeah. I got, I built. Uh, it's but, like uh, my wife's my wife's in library oh, really? okay. library and library technician so she has access to like those old oh nice ka-chunk. i was ready to just like hammer that thing down well i um, i wouldn't hammer okay. it down but all, I, right. But, all right just know i've got i always got it on the ready i'm pretty at sure the, at the ready given the numbers and there's been like articles that have just come out recently uh-huh. going why does it feel like season seven is the best one yet it's clear that this is a cast that is just enjoying themselves immensely, and it's wonderful to watch. One of the one headline after another, plus the ratings. I'm going, I don't know, just chill out. I think I think we're okay, but you know, you but, never but know. You think we're okay, but you don't think it's enough for us to stamp the triple G on it. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm stamping that triple G. Tonight. All right, let's stamp that motherfucker. <laughs> Boom! Season eight's coming. You put that on Twitter. That's the guarantee. Oh yeah, new 
sound effect for that. That's gonna be the that's a lot. And then our finale, we debuted a new uh, they debuted a new character. I know. So basically, we debuted a new gimmick. It's the oh, triple G it. stamp. I'm gonna find a great stamp. I got a sound effect. Something like the uh, current <laughs> affair, like <laughs> more law and order. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, got it. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Oh no no no! I know what I know what it should be. I know what it should be. Um, I, I don't remember what production company it is uh-huh. on uh, the end of TV, but the one where a hammer is hitting something into a forge and it just goes ding, and then it pulls back to, right. to the image yeah. of the production. Okay. Company. I think I know the one you're talking about. We'll find it. Yeah. Great. So the Netflix synopsis. Now for this one, mm-hmm. the legends make a family-friendly plan to thwart Neron's scheme to unleash hell on Earth. Constantine and Nora race to save Ray's soul. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and I th- think that I'm going to just put it out there on Main Street right now. Not perfect, but I think they pulled it off. They, they, I think they managed to pull it off. It's not everyone's favorite. I have yeah. a lot of affection for this one. Where this I just episode or this yeah, season? I, this this episode. I, yeah. I really like this one. I, it has its moments, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> let's ride. Yeah, yeah. If we had been doing this live, yeah, while it was airing, there would have been no new sound effect. Yeah. Okay, but uh, <laughs> all in yeah. all, I really enjoy this Retrospect. one. Retrospect. So I, mean, I totally way. understand. I'll say, I, well, I'll say it at the, at the end about our thoughts about season four. But let's go. Wave on the rider. wave rider, yeah, there's a fairy flying around. Sarah, there's creatures everywhere, Travis. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mona's looking for the ogre who's uh, drinking and having drinking contests uh, with Mick. And uh, uh, Gary tries to intervene, and the ogre, the ogre eats the bottle. And I, I had to look this guy up. I'm glad I did. John DeSantis, tell me. Yes. About John DeSantis, known as Big John, he's billed on IMDb as one of Canada's tallest actors. <laughs> oh, wow. Cool. Let's see if I recognize him without the uh, little less puss. He's, no, well, look he's it up. He's been in, dude, man. yeah, and he has been in a ton of shit. A guy like that plays lots of monsters. Sure, sure. And, uh, he was also in Mastering Commander. Oh, which, really? Yeah. Awesome. I'm like, I've seen that movie. It's a great movie. I don't yeah. remember oh, him. Yeah, it's got a huge following, that that film. Yeah. Um, uh, or, or like devoted fan base. He was in Supergirl Arrow, and Arrow as well. Yeah, he played uh, Sullivan Grundy this, oh, for his DC guys. Perfect casting. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, what a amazing. Cool. He's the That's voice for Sullivan Grundy. Not, yeah. not the voice for singing that he really wants to have because he, but at least he tries funny that's right that's right i like big john big john i want to see him in more shit i like yeah, this guy yeah yeah so big uh <laughs> i dude there were certain songs I, I, my dad had on records uh that i would just listen to over and over again big john was my favorite big john he died a tall tall man in that coal mine travis <laughs> god damn it's a great song that's awesome so the cholock is with nate and uh he's got earbuds in him uh, with james taylor to keep him calm and uh in their conversations he mentions about leaving the egg uh, with herself and uh, he was like yeah, go get the fucking egg 
Then we cut to Charlie in the cell with Tabitha, who uh, gives a little season five teaser, I think. Says, like, you know, you're not just a shapeshifter. I know what you really are. And uh, it's something I picked up on this viewing. I was like, I didn't realize that was a teaser for season five. I thought it was something that we were going to see. You wouldn't if you. Well, no, you wouldn't. be something we'd see at the end of this episode. Well, you know, um, it, it's something yeah. you wouldn't realize until you've watched season uh, five and you go, oh, That's okay. Cool. But uh, she can control her with her, with her staff and shit. And, uh, and it cuts to the open and Nora lands in a hell dumpster. Because that's how everyone lands in hell. It always gets a giggle. I don't know if it was the uh, the two dumpster shot or the one dumpster shot uh, that we uh, talked about uh, on a previous show. But right. And uh, her wand uh, starts taking her to uh, find Constantine. And we cut to Tabitha and Nira having a, a sexy smooch. And uh, Charlie gags like most of the audience. Not me. This is shaming. This, this joke shamed me. <laughs> sure i guess i'm just glad it's over <laughs> so tabitha uh, showing that uh you know she has control of her turns her into uh, an old white politician uh the worst monster of all <laughs> yes 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 yeah they're really they're really really hammering that home today oh there's a lot of there's a lot of season four Supergirl like sprinkled around in this one too when they're getting mm-hmm. some of their points. Yeah. Which again, I don't mind. And I get I'm like, okay, they've got a political statement to make. I, I get it. I kind of like especially liked it at the time. But I could see again upon rewatching it. Gets, it's only gonna get it just gets clunkier. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're just like I'll just dude, the big line. I said it uh, last time with the commercial. I'm like, yeah, this is supposed to be a race commercial is supposed to be a trump commercial yes and he yeah. he confirms it here like we're gonna make earth hell again I'm like all right yeah. yep i don't know that was just come on <clears throat> anyways i think we heard that during the no that was last uh, season's crossover they were making those jokes during the nazi invasion right so right. <laughs> they skipped the crossover as we know uh, from this uh from this one yeah and uh so Constantine's in hell getting tortured by Calabraxis. Nora arrives and uh, poofs uh, Calabraxis away. No time for his bullshit. And uh, Constantine's like, look, we got to get Ray's soul from the, the soul vault. And uh, you know, the wand is not going to work. They need to break in. He knows uh, who to ask. So then they cut to the playground where Nate and Zari are uh, trying to find little Zari in the egg. And she... She starts talking about how the kids picked on her. So dumb. This is so dumb. <laughs> there's so a little, th- but there's stupid. something I liked about it. It's just Xano being Xano for mm-hmm. me. Is when she's like, "Oh, the kids used to say, what? it was like, Zari, why are your clothes so sorry?'" And he's like, "No, nah, I would have said you smelled like a calamari," and then just stops and goes, oh, "But yeah, but bullying's bad." And uh, <laughs> it got a giggle out of me just because yeah. it's Xano at his Xanoist. Sure. His Breckenmeyerist. Hey, we're hey back, it's back, baby. <laughs> yeah, I just thought this was really cheesy, mixed in with the uh, with the TV special effects. Oh, um, the dragon! I yeah. told you it looked like something from uh, Casper. 
Yeah. It's yeah, like overly time, cartoonish. Big time. Yeah, not not quite the uh, Grogu level, let's say. Uh, well. <laughs> um, uh, oh, dude, I, I can see that guy's hand so, up that thing's ass. I just thought this was so ugh, cringe and and what? And like, and it's just like, okay, fine, we'll go along with it. But I'll get away, children. And then it's like all at once, everyone's listening to this old lady and does what she says. The children oh, says there's a monster. I don't know. I don't know. And she uses the eyes app and... Uh, uh raise uh thugs that come in and grab there was a the, lot of this this episode a lot of just snap your fingers mob mentality kind of thing um yeah <laughs> that to solve problems you snap your finger as soon as the mobless is in on this then then everybody then you know results will follow and that's that's such a, a weak ass plot point or way to move plot um uh so i just uh, you know for that you know, this was the first moment where that happened. Uh, I do want to say I do recognize a lot of uh, Vancouver, especially when we get uh, to later. The place is really close to us, actually. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the kids here, they love uh, Little Z and the baby drink. She named it Mithra, which is, uh, and it dances and burps fire, and the kids think it's adorable. And uh, someone's recording it. And uh, Mithra... And I actually uh, looked up what Mithra means, but I don't care. What I want to talk about is little Zari here, the actress. Her name is Gracelyn Awad Rinke. I'm hoping I hope I'm uh, pronouncing that correctly. Mm-hmm. And it took it took me this viewing to realize I'm like, wait a minute. And she's currently uh, in the cast of Resident Alien which I, I love. It's the show's super fun. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's this little girl three years older hmm. on that show. And she's hilarious Yeah, on that show. She's great. So, I, I mean, she's, she's very young here. Doesn't have a, much to what, do. What channel is resident? Uh, it's on ideas. sci-fi. Sci-fi do not get. Um, but it, I get it. I watch it on Peacock. And everything. It's, yeah. it's Alan Tudyk is the star and he's, mm-hmm. he's fantastic. It's based on a dark, loosely based on, on a dark horse comic. Hmm. It's silly and fun. And uh, I, I absolutely love it. it right. I absolutely love this show. And she's go Grace Lynn. Where very is she, good is she, is she Canadian? Is she from Canada? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine so. That's great. Yeah. I did, Launching uh, careers. Yeah. I did, Legends of Tomorrow launched this little girl's career or young lady's career at this point. Yeah. Cool. So. Yeah, the dragon's grab. So Gideon finds Neron. She's like, I found Neron. I turned on the TV and turned on C-SPAN. There he was. And of course, though, uh, Trav, it's Channel 52. Because that's always there's the channel. There's so much of that. Yes, is that what C-SPAN is always on? She oh, no, no. Had, that's like... always on, on all these shows when people are tuning in to see what's going oh, okay. on. Oh, okay. Cool. It's on, I get it. Uh, I channel 52. 52. Yeah, so a DC uh, a DC yeah. reference, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, oh, it, the little things I, I I still dig as this show moves on and on past its superhero roots and loudly tells you about it in this episode. Mm-hmm. They knowing where the show goes, they really are kind of like, yeah, we've been reading the IMDb motherfuckers, and we're and we're gonna tell you, we're gonna tell you clearly. There's a whole lot of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, Joey. So, I thought this hey, was supposed Joe, to be a superhero. Joe, we also agree. Some of this is the pits. Joe the pits. Joe the pits. Oh wow, he's doing a crossover. Yep. Oh no, we don't want that. 
So raised uh, testifying in front of Congress and uh, Charlie, uh, as the politician, is trying to reveal the truth. And uh, fairy godmother turns her into Taguma from the Taguma yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah Nora got excited about it. I, I, I couldn't remember the name or the name of the monster. But she's like, yeah, I remember that from the other guy. I'm like, yeah, of course. The Godzilla. Uh, mm -hmm. Yep. One of the ones on my list of, I'm like, yep, that was a great episode this season. Yep. Yep. So it's panic, and Sarah and Mick show up, and the cops start shooting Mick, and you know he gets to call cops pigs again, you know, trying to help your pigs. <laughs> Here's a, a funny thing you've mentioned, and it's clear all these shows, uh, this show especially, uh, lots of pretty young people, and it always PYPs, 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 PYP. Um, didn't we watch a PYP match on our other hit uh, show? Oh, no, that was the PYTs. And I see so many shots of Dominic Purcell, and it makes me forget that, oh, he's one of those pretty people, too. It's just kind of hidden on this show a little bit amongst these far prettier people. Right. But there's, like, like, I see, like tons of see younger you shots of this. him. Yeah, tons of younger shots of him. I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they've toughened him up with his look and everything here. But I was like, I know he got his start as a pretty boy too. Sure. It's so all the pretties, the pretties and the Garys. That you know, you fucking people. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so Sarah, Sarah, and Tabitha have a fight. You get to see something you wanted to see in uh, uh episode two. You get to yeah. see a uh, a uh, Jane Carr get punched in the fucking face. I remember yeah. you said that's what you wanted. You got it here. Wow, that's crazy. I got I don't remember saying it, but I'm glad it happened. <laughs> Someone made a note of it in the IMDb. They're like, you know, this was 69-year-old Jane Carr's first ever on-screen fight uh fight scene uh, in her hilarious. entire career. Hilarious. <laughs> so down at the flesh factory in hell. Back, back at the flesh, flesh factory. <laughs> so uh, by the way, they rescue Charlie. And I was like, damage is done. That's all it takes to turn the entire world into a giant worldwide panic. That's all we need. And uh, Constantine uh, walks up to Astra pretending to be near him, but she sees right through the spell. And this is one of the things I, I like. I'm like, oh, there's a callback to that later. Because yeah, yeah I, I, little, I'm like, oh, that was neat. Because she's like, I could see right through that. And later on, a certain other uh, hell denizen doesn't see right through that. Mm, yeah. Awesome, <laughs> cool, and yeah, she's good. This, I was, I, I really enjoyed uh, Olivia Swan here again. Like, uh, I know she jumped out right away last uh, week, mm -hmm. and uh, I can tell that. Um, I mean, we learned by the end that she's going to be around for a while. Oh, um, no, she's a permanent yeah, member of and, the cast, yeah. and I was happy to see. I mean, it, like, you would, you know, I'd, and I'd kind of figured it out as well. You kind of told me, but um uh yeah i was happy to see her so uh involved in this episode as well she's awesome i like her oh she's got so much charisma when I, I i made a comment about you're watching someone learn how to act and you are because all she's doing here is astra at this point is being a bad girl and she's mm -hmm. great but we as the role moves on you're literally watching someone who this is their first role learning how to figure it out on screen and she does it yeah you know, she totally does it 
Yeah. But uh, it's it's very interesting given that I'm like this is per- this is her first her first gig, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Cool. And uh, and but here and now this this is them dropping a ton of important plot point in so so fast that it it's been one of those things that I never made any sense that never made any sense to me. Excuse me on this episode, mm-hmm. and I picked it up this time. I'm like oh. Okay. And it was a lot of that season four quick writing, you know, to, to make all this work. Because the last episode, the triumvirate, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Neron, he's a thorn in our side. This episode, apparently the triumvirate have been deposed. Neron has taken over with his soul plan. And Astra's on the skids because she worked for the triumvirate. And I was like, and that ties into why um neuron doesn't care about the app anymore because it was all about taking over hell so he could raise hell uh, become king of hell to raise hell on earth and they get all that in like a sentence Mm -hmm. that flies right by i'm like that was a major plot point that they just there was like what it always it always clanged with me this time i picked up the the breadcrumbs of it and i'm going oof that's rough then that it was a rough twist to that I'm like such a wait, jump what? right like it was a huge jump yeah and everything and it's all i keep thinking back to uh uh mr uh, hank haywood uh baby face turn this is all they're all still trying to uh so what tie up loose ends somehow and get mm-hmm. to where they need to get to it's wild dude it's okay like you you've said it before. I mentioned it before. You know, people. What do I think are the worst uh, finales? And everyone says season one and season four. But I like I've said. I'm like I think we found that season one was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Looking back on a, it, a highlight of the season for sure. Yeah. So. But again, I love the power of love and music, Travis. So I love this fucking episode. This made me cry, dude. I look. I, I won't say I wasn't moved, uh, but that I think it's because uh, I've, I've I, I I love uh, ensembles uh, that get mm-hmm. like a, a chance to to um, you know have moments like that at the end of uh, what's like a, a long work schedule and things like that and stuff that people care about being on. Um, but but it. And that has to do with me sticking with this show for four seasons now. Um, so I'm going to be, I'm going to be moved, but the average Joe watched these two, maybe just what imagine just watching these two. Like maybe they saw this, this the episode before this, like, huh, I want to see how this wraps up. You know what I mean? And then maybe you're, we'll you're, see oh, so we'll you're, see you're, if we're into so legends, right? Yeah. But I, I would say this as well, though, with any of these shows, no matter the quality or what's going on, if you just said, I think I'll just try the last two, you're not going to understand anything that's fucking yeah. going on. The, well, the- no, no. I think I think they, they had set it up enough. They had set it up well enough for their, I, I, in the, the penultimate up here, for there to be, okay, let's see how this thing wraps up. This could be a good finale here. This could be a show that I like. And if that and if these were the two that you watch, like I think that that could grab you, and you could see a lot of what is the best of this show. But I think there's, 
uh, more missteps that, than than uh, than uh, to keep. Uh, I'm surprised that they were able to. I, I mean, look, I, I I'm glad it gets better. Uh, I don't think this was. Uh, man, this feels like a lateral season. I'd say. How's that? Well, right. yeah, it's it lateral it, into what it becomes. And they that's why this episode, I think, has so many in-jokes to the hardcore fan audience Yeah, uh, about like the little kid going like, I thought they said this was a superhero show. And then be like, yeah, these kids don't understand art. And there's a lot of it in this. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Ava, Ava calling it out to go. Hey, isn't it dishonest to promise people a superhero show and do something else? And then there's a standard. uh, We don't want standards and practices up our ass. There's a lot of that in this one that feels like they're going, you don't like it. Fuck you, because you're really going to hate where we go next because they they match because this weirdness and comedy thing they're, they're doing here. They figure it out and it's it's by becoming more and more absurd. Mm-hmm. and and shedding the superhero stuff which is what is I'm what happens i'm happy to hear it yeah I, i'm glad that this is like like i can see that this is like a this is what that's you're identifying like it, this yeah. is like kind of like a touchstone of sorts right where they're where they're uh, shedding, yeah, totally where they're totally. shedding where they're shedding skin um i'm just Completely. saying uh, watching it here as we go uh that, that skin shedding is not is not that enjoyable that's why my lateral move I mean, like, I don't think they're worse than they were in season three, but they're not better than they were in season three. Uh, they didn't. They I'd didn't say they're better. Take any steps forward? Oh, I'd say uh, they're I, better. I just in had... the quality of the overall, uh, in the quality of episodes in the overall season, I'd say they're better. Uh, no, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that I think that I think that was a huge misstep, um, Babyface Hank Haywood. If you're saying that that that's how it went, because uh, I mean, it's a I, rumor. Yeah. Um, or if that's what it is i, I don't know i i think it hey I, we'll get to it. i've got i've got a quote yeah. from oh i'm going yeah. full clemmer on this okay. one buddy all I right did, let's go yeah. yeah let's go so they're gonna go rob the king and she says and then there's like i said stock footage of riots all over the world people are losing their shit and all of this is related to why the anti-metahuman act that caused zari's uh fate happened going all the way back to season three i believe yeah and you know where she lost her brother bayrod who was a beefy beefy man in that one and uh mm-hmm. we they didn't decide to go with beefy bayrod they uh, they recast bayrod here sure yeah it's like uh hunky uh also very young in his career as well uh, uh bayrod yeah okay. cool he's fun uh, he will um, be apparently. Oh, well, I, we'll get to this later. But well, he will. Are... He will be of much consternation to you as well. Hmm. And there's a huge payoff. Well, I'll just give you this. Bayrod's a stoner, you see, and there's a lot of goofy stoner humor around Bayrod for a long, long time. Hmm. Some of it works. Some of it doesn't uh, hit. Sounds like stoner humor. Exactly, and. <laughs> But then this season they get to a payoff about that, and the resolution is fantastic. I'm like, oh, that, that's so great. That makes so much sense. Oh. But yeah, when we get to those Bayrod episodes, you know, both you and I will be like, Ugh, ugh. you know, just you know, when you when you are um, someone who practices in cannabis and you're looking at pot jokes, 
you come with, with a different view of them and it, if you're gonna roll your eyes at that that shit you know what right. i mean i get it i get it <laughs> so yeah the app's not working and uh man's a true monster and uh they figure out that uh, what they really wanted was the power of fear and something's happening in the skies over dc and then we get our neuron sends this message to his denizens of hell that you know, he's going to open up a portal and we're going to take over Earth. That was his plan all, all along. You know, unleash hell on Earth, yep. which is, oh, that's then, you know, the Trump line. And I'm like, OK, right. Right. yeah, like, it, like yeah. Said, even me at this time who like always appreciated their, you know, yeah, let's give it to the orange asshole. Even me, I was just like, oh, yeah, I, I get it. Kid. I get it. Hell on Earth is enough. It's enough. It's, right. Right. it's scary. <laughs> all those hell hookers and hell homeless they got down there jesus uh, I, I tell you what i'm not giving them a handout I mean, unless they have an amusing sign <laughs> so gary and mona are uh, bringing food to the the the, the creatures here and uh, the the chola comes out of a porta john that they put in there which oh my god made me just fucking imagine, laugh imagine just imagine. can you imagine oh my. And he, you can read it on that actress's face when she walks in <laughs> um yeah uh for the most part uh creature stuff didn't hit with me today <laughs> today did not hit with me um i don't know aside from big john i just uh seeing that one uh what is that? The puka? Is that the puka? puka? The little, that, the, little the young lady, the puka. Little, looks like yeah. he's about to. <laughs> Man, it just uh, it's just you're you're trying to pack too many flavors into one. What was her act? I mean, because I don't know that she did. Uh, they didn't really. No, I know, I know, and and I was. think at the time uh, uh, when she appeared in the episode, I'm sure I, I liked her a little bit more. But or in her original episode, <laughs> it's just that they've got this mixed in with the Minotaur and the Mummy and the Baba Yaga and Paul Rubens again. Uh, it's just yeah, uh, I know that they're trying to do the kind of overdoing it and over and like filling up the the kind of screen with as many different things as they can to show this kind of wackiness but the, later on in the show we're at a fucking amusement park man you can't <laughs> you know the big where i don't know it's just uh this was again i think a big thing with season four is just trying to do too much and and uh well i mean they're training them they're trying to train them to be yeah. uh, attractions at a at a, an amusement park. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, know. I mean, I, know. I don't think that's I that complicated. Know. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's you not know? complicated. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I absolutely love it. Okay. I love that aspect of this one. I fucking love it. I love their ridiculous yeah. dumb plan. I lo- I absolutely. Love- what I don't love though is Gary here. Uh, he says, does anyone want a Sammy Whammy with a sandwich? You know how I feel about it. Right. And okay. what he had in his hand was not a Sammy Whammy. That was um, a pizza pop, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Puppet Stein thinks just like uh, I do. And uh, yeah. it throws a knife into the, the pizza pocket. It great if it right into, into right, right in his head. hand. Ah, he head. Or right through, right through his shirt and another nipple gets taken out. <laughs> That's why he got the backup. Yeah, of course. 
And he says, put that in your whammy, you dick. And I was like, of all the dicks. One more dick. Before, one more dick. I was happy we got one more, actually. And it's the best one. Because yeah. that's what I'd say. Without, you, know, comes, you lock me up in here and you bring me a fucking food and you call it a Sammy and I have a knife. Pizza pop. A you're Sammy getting whammy. it. Yeah. You're talking you're... pizza pop a Sammy whammy. Fucking dick. <laughs> Finally, a dick I can get behind, Travis. Yep. Check, please. So the team's having a meeting in the parlor trying to figure out how to fight fear. Uh, everyone's scared of everyone, especially monsters. And then she's like, wait, not all monsters. And Gideon knows what she's thinking and brings up the burping dragon video, which is getting lots of likes. And uh, Z gives a, for a long time, her, I think the, her last Z speech, her last, you know, moral Z speech that uh, is part, part of this character. Uh-huh. And what did and, she say? What did she say? Oh, she's talking about the, you know, look at that and people, you know, the power of love and talks about, you know, how, her dystopian future and all that. Yeah. yeah. And she, she's always, she, she's the SJW in the show, Travis, you know, yeah. based yeah. on the IMDb shit, you know. Yeah, maybe that's why it's like, and I look, come on, man, I'm as progressive as it gets, but when something isn't, uh, heavy handed or is is kind of like what why you- well, she gets like remember remember in in salem it, it doesn't matter what it is uh, yeah in salem she's the one goes you're right. the real yeah. monster yeah. she always I I gets that. that yeah and i always hated gets that. that i hated it then as well too right yeah, <laughs> yeah. well you're not getting it anymore so <laughs> not to spoil yeah. anything a, yeah again uh she just she's not leaving the show but we'll we'll get to that so Sarah uh, figured, oh, no, so after the speech that uh, inspires uh, Nate to go, hey, that sounds like my dad's pitch for uh, Hayworld. I got it. Let's fucking build Hayworld and show that these magical creatures are, 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 are good, you know, just, just like Charlie uh, showed us. And uh, yeah, the, I'm all in. I'm all in on all the Hay World shit. I love it. It's I know they had to stupid. get here. I knew they but, had to get here. But this was did like, you have what? to get here with the Field of Dreams fucking bit? Because I really? hate it. Hey, and really? God bless Jess McCollin because they do the whole thing with Sarah's like, hey man, if we build it, she snaps her fingers like they will come. And I just wanted Mick to go, we've all seen the movie clone, and he it's he will come, stupid fucking clone. <laughs> yeah. hated, it. hated it i hated that whole scene man hated that it. was so dumb it was so dumb that it all just all of a sudden like tickety boo that's where we're, this is no, I lo- this is where we gotta yeah. go it's so this this is worse than the leap to get to the previous one mm. um I I, like like come did, on this come did on. that did not bother me at all nate going like wait a minute we can, yeah. it, it don't it worked for me because I, I wanted to get to fucking Hayworld, so I'm, going, I'm along for the ride. Because I was all in on Hayworld from the beginning. I loved the reveal. Everything. I'm a, I'm a Hayworld fan, Travis. Yeah, yeah you say so. It, it's, dude, it's better than Disneyland. No, you know? I, I, hey, dude, I know what, what Hayworld is, man. I told you. It's like, it, Hayworld is like five blocks down the street from us. Seven blocks. There's a or seven or mm-hmm. eight blocks. There's a place called... Uh, Playland. Well, it's part of the PNE. Uh, okay, Playland. Like, uh, play I don't think you've ever told me about this. It's nothing. It's nothing. I mean, yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's 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 got its. Uh, uh, um. Uh. In October, they do fright nights. They do different things. Um. It's it's part of like I don't. 
I'm not gonna. I don't die for it. I mean, some people think it's a little cooler than most, and uh, so, so yeah, that's a. We saw a lot of playland here, and it looks all right. I mean, I've a dude. Uh, I'm a big Disneyland guy. I love theme parks. I love like really good theme parks. Um, and it looked okay. It looked all right, especially. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're doing that where they were performing their their fucking little show that was uh that's where you go see the uh super dogs man oh okay yeah yeah i don't know what are the super dogs i oh, just like a bunch of like like uh, I, I guess that is a canadian thing um just a bunch of dogs, <laughs> bunch of dogs doing i think i thought it was like a state fair kind of thing that's they toured all over the place i'm sure there's mm. documentaries on just a bunch of dogs who can do fun and cool things um uh, yeah yeah but that's like kind of do they have it, red capes no, no. Or no D- oh, DC's lawyer. I'm sure they, they've worn them every once in a while. I'm sure they. I'm sure one of the super dogs has worn a cape. Yes, and I'm sure maybe yeah, until until the law until the Mr. Burns right. lawyer walks in <laughs> on behalf on behalf of of DC. Yes, puts yes. a stop to that crypto. show. Crypto. <laughs> so. Uh, Nate goes, yeah, yeah, it'll just take Tommy Dreamer three years to build it. Oh, no. So at the Soul Exchange, uh, the teller uh, says, no flesh bags. Because Ash was uh, bringing it to Constantine there. She's not even impressed when she hears uh, who he is. And Astra uh, bullshits her that she's working for Neron and he wants Constantine in there because he's going to come and torture him. Yeah, great and- casting here as this... Uh- the demon bank teller. Let me tell. Well, good. I'm glad you had the same eye I do, uh, Travis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I've met her before. Well, let me read you a little that I pulled yeah. about her. Because uh, before we get, yeah, they go to all the coins and shit, and she gets knocked out. But see, tell her Morgan Brayton is a writer and performer who lives in Vancouver with her wife and an excessive number of cats. A Canadian Comedy Award nominee, she is one quarter of The Lady Show, winners of Best Variety Show at the Vancouver Comedy Awards, and pick of the Fringe at the Vancouver Fringe Festival. There we go. With uh, who who are the other members of uh, The Lady Show? I I cut cut it down for the show. You stopped there? Dude, you have done a podcast with one of the members of The Lady Show. Oh, you are kidding me. Katie Ellen Humphreys. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I, Tima Dower and one other woman who I can't remember off the top holy of my head. Holy moly. Isn't that hilarious? Isn't that holy hilarious? Holy moly. That was an episode of Yours, Mine, and the Truth yeah, on that Seinfeld. we did on Seinfeld. Yeah, oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. That's oh, that's great. I knew that's I recognized wild. her. I knew I recognized her. Yeah. That's great. And she was no, great. She was, a brief yeah, part, but she was great. I loved, I loved, uh, oh, I stole that scene, man. Um, Her, um, I love the frizz in her hair, the uh, the way she got up and walked. Like she's uh, fantastic. No, when she wait when she goes yeah. like when she goes, hey, this is John Constantine. She looks up and goes, she goes, oh, I forgot my autograph book. I fucking yeah. died. I'm like, I, yeah. she was. She's yeah. great. She hates her job. <laughs> yeah. Demon bank teller hates. I mean, how how good a job could it be? I bet you the fucking there's zero benefits. And hell, like no. zero breaks i think she's been there for a while that's her inter- in, in, in eternal torture it's in hell pretty dull <laughs> she's and and it would make sense i'm not impressed by anyone at this point i've been at this a long 
fucking time but uh that's great i appreciate you figuring that out that's hilarious yeah. uh, but she is scared of neuron because he's the new boss as we found out again but we already talked about that uh and uh nora appears and knocks her out and they go into all these coins and astra start uh starts pocketing some uh yeah you know to, to, to get powerful as, oh. and they show you and they show there's a lot they show you uh many of these by the way next season uh-huh so oh many capones you know, that's all we so many my wife and i are just all we're thinking are just capones it Kipon is the caponius season <laughs> of all time my friend oh my god just one after another yep I believe but it. no but sadly um not caligula who they show here they oh can't what a caligula. shame what a shame i was so we were gonna get a Caligula. Maybe if it, they, maybe if they had done a uh, another puppet episode, they right. could have done Caligula. But good God, yeah, I get it. Oh, good it... lord, yeah, I, I, like that. I was just, I, we knew it was coming. Oh, and uh, well, and they said uh, I was reading some notes, and I guess this might have been a whole, a bit of an admission about how season four went. They're like. Yeah, we, we decided to do that to kind of get back to, you know, just time traveling and historical shit with, with the historical characters like we used to do. And uh, maybe the magical creatures just didn't quite work out uh, as far as your time traveling problem to solve. All right. And real life people who have been reincarnated uh, in various points in history is... It, it, it cleaves closer to what the show's supposed to be, and yeah, I let's agree Bill completely. Let's go, Bill and Ted, on this. Movie. Oh, it is. Oh, it's very Bill and Ted. It, <laughs> it's it's super Bill and Ted, which is great. You know, you can yeah. and you can see that influence in it. There's cool. a huge Bill and Ted influence uh, in the seasons to come. All right, that sounds awesome. So Z figures it out. She's like, "Wait a minute, we can build it with Bridget's diary," and I I just got that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bridget Jones. Oh God! I just, I just got that as because, you're saying it out loud now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well no, because funny. they said it is Bridget's. I don't know if they yeah. ever actually called it her diary. Yeah, but they say Bridget's diary here, and I was like, Yeah, they, did they always call again, it that, or, or is that a joke? And the way that they, the way that they're all kind of coming to on these things, um, I, I don't know. Well, they're pulling, they're pulling from every. I from do. The season, well, it's something yes, I like. They're yeah. pulling everything from the season, trying to say, "Remember this, this. Remember yeah, this thing. Yeah, remember that yeah. thing." In which I always appreciate. Sometimes it's like, oh, yeah. Sometimes great. it's smoother than others, but I don't know. Well, I, I think well, this, this one. Book. I'd be using the, as soon as you got that book. I'd be using it twenty four fucking seven. I know that they had. He had to go back and get it. I like that. That that was quick. That well, that's my favorite. No, he didn't just go back. Skipping through that. Oh, he didn't just go back and get it. She's going. Ava says, "Oh, the book's in an impenetrable vault," and Mick just. I think he goes to his room and goes yeah. back and he goes, he goes uh, oh, it's penetrable. Uh, yeah, in, yeah. in a, so in he, a he Kramer, already... in a Kramer, right? He should have come in like Kramer and go, oh, oh yeah. it's penetrable. Yeah, and, I get it. <laughs> and uh, because he's had it all along. He stole it right back. He's had it all along because he basically says, he goes, I haven't gotten tired of fucking Garima. Sorry, yeah, stole it back. Yeah, their story hasn't finished. Their story hasn't finished, and I loved it. I thought it was very. I, I thought the timing of how that was shot, it cracked up. That was a very Three's Company esque 
sort of entry when he comes in with the book got it already i'm yeah, like i yeah. can see that that's fine and again like yeah just speed through this that was good I'm not having to explain too much but let's go and zia tells uh uh zarina hey go build hay world uh gary and mona go get those creatures ready to put on a show and the rest of us need to come up with a marketing campaign for the happiest place on the planet wink uh at disney here mm-hmm. gideon uh, tells uh, Zarya and Nate that uh, her gizmo went off. And finally, you know, they always said that it was a like, kind of a fixed point, uh, her future. But if Hayworld is built, there is a chance it will change Aziz's dystopian future, which been, has been her mission since we've met the character. Right. There'll be no uh, anti uh, human act. And on the screen, it says, in 2042 will be an era of understanding and tolerance. I was like, this really is a sci-fi and fucking fantasy show. If you think in 2042, everything's going to be okay. (laughs) Oh, boy. Sorry. That's why I, you know, that's why I like escaping into the show, I guess. Sure. That's that's why Star Trek works. 2042 is a little too close for that shit to work for me. (laughs) But Bayrod will live and their family will stay together. Uh, but what about her? She'll be totally different. She'll never have uh, taken up Bayrod's totem to pick up his mantle as a superhero. And uh, Sarah comes in and she says, you'll be you. You'll stay on the sh- uh, Wave Rider to the Temporal Zone because we need you to hack and broadcast this. Not going to lose another legend, which I, 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 this got me. I'm like, I love that kind of shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that, innate a whispering to her. Thank you. I was like, oh, that was that got me. Yeah. Uh, tell you what's really going to get me. John Constantine, Astra, and Nora are in the vault and they find Race Coin. And Astra's going to take off. Constantine says, Hey, wait, we had a deal. And she's fine, flips the coin to teleport them to where Ray's torture cell is. And they're hearing screams. Oh, and Constantine warns her, He's like, Oh, it's not going to be pretty. And they burst in and it's Ray and it. it's Vandal fucking Savage, oh, baby. God. You deserve, I I texted you, you deserve a medal of some sort for keeping this under wraps. Mm -hmm. All this time. he would show up uh, again. And I got to say, I've been kind of weirdly prophetic uh, in the, well, not me, but somebody's been showing up and I guess like it was kind of hinting at what his performance was going to be like when we saw him again. I think that's so crazy, man, that he's such a fun dude. That he's having such a good time. Imagine if I had mentioned, or if, pardon me, if Vandal Savage in any of our uh, things had mentioned Jenga in any way or another, you would have just shit your pants. It would have been rough, dude. It, <laughs> it, well, I mean, last episode, you're like, yeah, they mentioned Damien Dark, and you're like, oh, you know, maybe, that gives me maybe thinking that you know, maybe we'll see Damien Dark in hell. And I literally bit my tongue so close funny, beneath though. the gore. Pretty great. Pretty great. <laughs> Awesome to see him again. I like, dude. I like. He needs to be there. Like, if he does come, he should be there. Hell liaison. That's what he should be. Oh, I got really, this one. I got it. Well, the sad. Well, the saddest part is, and I'll read you. I, I actually, I pulled. I didn't pull this actually. Um, uh, Clemmer was talking about this, and he was talking about. How he's like, yeah, you know, Arthur Darville and Casper uh, Crump. Once you know, you went cut. They were so funny. But they were so characters were so dour and we wanted to give, you know, show people how fucking funny the guy is. And uh, and, and, and it, it, the quote 
kind of implies that he'll be around uh, more. Know, no, no, bad. he's not. And bad. He should be there. Hell, he, he should be. I, I agree a hundred percent. Any more hell, he needs to still be there. Yeah. But he's the he, but he's their liaison in hell. Yeah. No, yeah. He's still one of the greatest supervillains of all time. He holds power down there. I would imagine. Sure. You know. Game he's night. the friendly guy. Game he could run the strip Bandles. club. He could run the strip club. Uh, it just sounds like he doesn't want to get his face. It sounds like there'd be too many uh, fights and like loose ends. And, yeah, you're right. Like he's, a, no, he's, he's, cool. Like, he's he cool. He looks like now. he's retired. He's retired. Yeah. Yeah, I think he just runs a games room. It's all ages. All, yeah, all ages. Oh, no, no an escape room yes. but yeah. you, that you can never escape from. But it's yeah. delightful because it's friendly it's vandal savage. I know. It's hell, of course. You'll never get out. But you'll, you'll enjoy yourself. And Ray says, he's like, hey, you got to meet my, old, my my friend, my old friend. He's like, well, my new friend, we used to be mortal enemies. And when he, Savage, turns around, he goes, oh, hi, guys. Well, you're in time for the next round. And to break, when I first was what saw this episode, yeah. I popped out of my goddamn chair going, <laughs> fuck yeah. Because <laughs> I always felt that Vandal Savage was maligned maliciously i knew i I knew then i'm like blaming that guy is not the reason this season sucks uh and Mm -hmm. he got gets all the fucking blame and i never believed that (laughs) and this was a bit of like yeah i he's great we we sensed it when we watched that season there was sometimes like when when he's in the jail cell talking to rip and just fucking with him where it's like this guy is great man yeah yeah yeah. he's funny yeah oh yeah he's really good here what was the last line he said after they left oh no we'll get to that because this was to break yeah perfect and that's what we're gonna do be right back state purpose of visit. Well, our tractor's gonna kick the bucket this year. Searching internet for new bucket. I don't need a bucket. Provide bucket color preference. Red, yellow, lavender, taupe, magenta. Oh, wait, they are out of magenta. Robots don't know you, we do. I can do a quote on a new one. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need starts with a conversation. It's your future, let's protect it. White, hmm? Welcome back to Guinea and guys. And before we wrap up season four of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, what else we got going on, Travis? Well, we've got a lot of great shows here on the Blonde Podcast Network. And you guys yes. should like should uh, subscribe and give us a five-star review if you haven't already. Yeah. Um and, subscribe. Uh, it's easier to find the show if you just subscribe to the Plum Podcast Network. Yeah, PWM. Um, yeah, other than that, yeah, uh, last week we returned on Twitch uh, for uh, Johnny and myself and our buddy Kelly and our buddy James, we're known as the Frightful Four, but we, we got together for the show that is on bi-weekly called Mystery Titans Theater. We go live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Jarvis Wash Machine every other Saturday. Our next show will be February the 12th, uh, where we're going to go live with our old friend Sean Whitaker, the same three, it's uh, another one of his... Uh, birthday uh celebration so there'll be a, a good mix of everything i think we're looking february 85 in some different parts of the world so that'll be a good time oh we always watch an old wrestling we just talk over top of it it's always a good time even if you don't like wrestling the last one was hilarious the world-class episode that we did i've gone back mm-hmm. and watched it it's one of our uh, funniest episodes in a while but we go live on twitch twitch.tv slash jarvis washing machine every other saturday 7 p.m pacific standard time 
um, and you can join us in the chat there. I want to really want to get more people to subscribe to Jarvis Wash Machine on Twitch, but also uh, I put it up on YouTube. That's where we get a lot of our uh, our, our fans, and they're great and they're awesome. Um, that's youtube.com slash C slash Jarvis Wash Machine. Subscribe to us there as well because we are so close to 500 subscribers. I think that opens some stuff up once we get to 500. Um, uh, so yeah, give us a subscribe and like the videos. Tell us what you, you think. You want rock and roll Buck Zoomhoff jokes? We got them. Is that'll push us over to that 500? <laughs> yep. Yep. That would be something if that's what it was. Uh... <laughs> I don't know if I want those or not. It just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, and now is the point of the show oh, oh, oh. where we like to check in with everyone's favorite immortal despot, Vandal fucking Savage, <laughs> and see what he's drinking tonight. It's time for oh, so Savage Baroo. Shut the fuck up. Oh, Anyways, on. I, you are, you look, I'm a fuck, you, um, you want to talk uh, shop? You want to talk about inside stories from the set? Yeah. Because I was on this episode, you know. Did you did you did you notice that dumb you, fuck? You might be the best part of this episode. Oh, thank you. That but you think I don't need to hear this? You think I need to hear you tell me this? No, no. Well, no, I no, don't. No. Yeah, I just want to. While I'm quickly here, if you should ever be in the hell area, stop by my uh, apartment. We got Jenga. We got Risk. We got. We got Game of Life. We got a whole bunch of fun stuff. I'm staying away from the sins of the flesh. Now that I'm uh, hanging out here, trying to take it easy, maybe. Um, so I've opened up just a little cafe. A little cafe where you come in and play board games with your friends. And maybe uh, uh, maybe have a beer. Which is like what we're doing here today. Because, my friends, uh, 33 acres. I can't believe my... Like, I want to give a shout out to them here. 33 acres here based out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Have uh, my, my, uh, your friend Jarvis's brother recently announced that they've uh, expanded to Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So I thought, all right, all right. If they're going to be like, I, I, they've, they've had a name for themselves in a while. And I've never been my favorite. Not, uh, not, not in my neck of the woods. But I'll tell you what, I went with their sour today and my lips are puckered again. Because this one is a 4.8% lemon popper sour zest bang ale. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, they wanted to share a lemon uh, zesty poppy uh, taste with uh, with us. A sparkling energy of bright uh, sun. <laughs> That's what they got here on the side. It's very nice. I'm enjoying it. I'm glad I did that. Good, good, uh, well, uh, good job on their success. Um, uh, as, as, as they're expanding, apparently. That's 33 acres. Give it a check. Uh, congratulations on the success, uh, to, uh, season four, especially finishing off with a bang, because good God, I look great. Mm -hmm. Johan, I must say to you, um, how, where, where to begin? Ha, hmm. huh, um, it's been a journey. Has it not? Mm -hmm. Has it not? Boy, oh boy, we're at the top of the mountain here. And, uh, oh, that's right. This, uh. This particular brew. Mm -hmm. Far too sophisticated for your infantile taste buds, you, you fucking child. Goodbye! Mm -hmm. So good thing I didn't bring up how they, you know, Clemmer was saying, like, yeah, we think he, uh, we could redeem him. He's great. We're going to use him a bunch. And uh, 
reneged on, I guess, on, on that one. But God, I would not want to bring Did that up. Did he really say him. that out loud? Clemmer said it's, that. Is- well, it's it. Look, it the the quote didn't sound like it'd be great to bring him back for a oneer. It sounded like we're, oh, we're going to give him a. I don't know. The way it read to me sounded hmm. like, yeah, we got plans and it wow. never happened. We got to check in on the crumb heads to know what he's been up to. So. Well, I mean, uh, it, well, do we do we speak Danish? Because that's where his career thrives. He's a yeah. Danish actor. Yeah, and he just uh, is one of the few um, American parts he's uh, flown over here to, uh, to do. He, he's wow. got a, a career over there. That's funny. Well, I'm glad they flew him over for one, uh, one more time. <laughs> me too, man. Like he like he wouldn't fly back over if they would. Any chance, any yeah. chance. Mm. Like I don't know. It's part part of me is like at one time it just makes it that great, and would they would it get ruined if they did it again? And I'm like, no. It'd have to be more than a one episode commitment. I'd yeah. say. Yeah. So, I am DB curious. Uh, trivia and uh, i actually went for some stuff that actually uh interested me uh and for, you've been on many uh production travis mm-hmm. and uh and this just uh tickled my fancy uh at the hayworld amusement park where there are seemingly thousands of carnival lovers uh in actual fact uh clemmer stated that it was 150 extras who they just were moving around the shot yeah oh yeah i've i've, I've been a part of that on set type shenanigans too yeah how, how does that i mean you're just like I constantly just, moving uh, rearrange or like you've got a set okay now i have everybody over here kind of thing and now that's where the camera setup's going to be for the oh, i see and then we'll have everybody over here for this camera setup we'll get all those scenes kind of thing and then it makes it look like it's full yeah yeah it makes sense that 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 looks like it, it could have been the agridome i don't think it's the peony coliseum where the canucks used to play I think it's the Agridome, um, where they do a lot of like, um, like I said, the, the, there's probably a super dogs or some sort of show. They have a lot of like uh, livestock, <laughs> livestock and uh, oh. shit like that. They'd bring yeah. it through. Um, the actual yeah. circus. Do you have any guys yeah. still have the actual circus? Uh, no, but they mm. they would do like like the the, the exhibition is like it's got like a mm. farming element to it. Oh, well. please! I live in Colorado, my friend. Yeah, yeah I live right down yeah. the street. I live right down the street from. Yeah. Where they do the county fair. Yeah. I mean, it's quite possible that place reeked of cow shit, that whole uh, shoot. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. They all made the same face Mona did when they walked into the, on the set that day. <laughs> okay. So this um, uh, says, originally Nate was to die for real, according to Phil Clemmer. A version where it would have, no, listen to this gobbledygook. See if you can figure it, figure this out. Mm-hmm. Okay. A version, quote, a version where it would have been heartbreaking and it would have been a true heroic sacrifice. And there are a lot of shows that would have done that. I guess we lack some essential ruthlessness on Legends, where we didn't have the heart to kill them permanently. 
we didn't want it to just be arbitrary that he came back to life but so much of this episode has been about music and magic we wanted there to be a positive message coming out of it obviously the idea is not the most obtuse the fear of magical creatures okay but with everything we have going on with the real world we just wanted there to be a message of optimism at the end and man and this is when i all that bullshit just to say this and man it, it was hard to leave nick zano dead yeah yeah <laughs> like when we had that beat up on the board uh it just came back and haunted me of course once we realized that uh, the resurrection gave us the chance to bring tom wilson back on the show we were like oh yeah we're definitely doing that now yeah i guess so and that's the way they're phrasing it but uh yeah i don't know there was a lot of gobbledygook until like what we're um uh have we have we reached contract negotiations with mr zano have, have they yeah. done yet okay right because we literally did a, a episode this season where he says goodbye to everybody uh yeah. so yeah that's what that's the only that, yeah i could give a shit less about the, the goings on but that's what that screams to me i was like mm, right. i think you're okay. right man yeah travis it's time for goofs oh yeah and it's a great one. Well, give it to me. It's one that stood out to me the first time I watched this. Remember, okay. let me just uh, Supergirl, remember, isn't doesn't live on Earth one. Supergirl is on Earth 38. Okay, so to promote Hayworld, Gary Nate and Sarah dress up respectfully as Green Arrow, the Flash, and Supergirl. Ah. <laughs> but while she may have crossed over from her Earth a handful of times, Kara's Supergirl doesn't exist on Earth One. Neither does right. Superman. So a large portion of the customers that the ledges are trying to attract likely wouldn't get who Sarah is pretending to be. Nice. And I, I thought the exact same thing. And I remember also thinking, I'm an asshole who fucking cares. Yeah. Because I, I, I get what they're doing, and I was getting what they were doing, and I was enjoying it. But that nerd bone in me was just like, no, that, that, yeah, you know, it just doesn't fly down on me, you know. Uh, <laughs> how, how they, how would they know who Supergirl is? She's yeah, uh, yeah. she's from her thirty-eight. It bothered me every every time I watch this. That just tinges in the back of my head. So many universes, so many. I mean, there's even a Disney universe, I'd imagine, where they, yeah. I mean, didn't they do that in some video game where Disney's crossed over with some video game? Oh, sure. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. And, yeah, Kingdom uh, Hearts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Final Fantasy. Cool. Two out of two found that interesting. I just, <laughs> terribly. And viewer reviewers. Now, 19 uh, reviews on IMDb, and there was a mixture of, you know, what the fuck is this SJW shit mixed with this is the most wonderful, heartwarming stuff I've ever seen, stuff, stuff. So uh, I just, I, I, I plucked a, a few things here. 10 out of 10, Music and Monsters. From Paul Tapner. In one scene of the episode, you see some bratty kids getting irked at something that claims to be a superhero show uh, trying to do something different. These kids must be IMDb reviewers who give everything low marks. <laughs> can't imagine what those assholes would look like mm. anyways i give this my lowest grade of the season <laughs> oh there was a lot more i just i just kept the headline yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> seven out of ten. Oh, then maybe you went back in time and wrote this 
Uh, the title is Jane Carr knows how to take a punch. <laughs> From uh, oh, Dallin. Hilarious. Uh, warning spoilers, it says. Uh, while not as epic as last year's Bebo Fest, this season ender shows that this series is still willing to risk jumping the king shark by embracing the absurd. What saves it for me is that the cheesy ending that is set up, the legends putting on a circus to prove that their monster friends aren't villains, is driven completely off the rails and then replaced with another cheesy ending that somehow works within the tone of the series. The fact that this team of screw-ups often manages to fix their messes simply by blundering through them makes this show one of the most endearing, albeit campy, superhero shows. Not quite 60s Batman, but never afraid to be sentimental and hopeful at the risk of being silly. And that's a seven out of ten review. I just included that because I'm yeah, I like that one. <laughs> I did well, sure. But four out of ten, Travis. Okay. This one, I've been sitting on this one forever, hmm. uh, because it just because it's a four out of ten. Okay. And it says no occultism, magic with a K, and other demon things in movies from Andreas Radinsky. Showing occult things like magic, spells, and other demonic things is bad for human souls or so-called spiritual bodies. I can have problems. And zero out of six found that interesting. Wow, wow. cheapers creepers. Mm-hmm. Sitting on that, it just—I don't know—it baffled me before, that, that, that someone went on there and we were like, "Hey, you know what? You know what's—you know what's fucking terrible? Put aside, you know, I can have problems and all this. You know what?" black magic on tv it's terrible it gets a four out of ten hilarious Hilarious. so now we cut to the hay world ad which i love this i it it made me fucking it always makes me laugh and uh uh they say when the world needs heroes, they answer the call. And Sarah and Sarah dressed up like Supergirl says, "Hey, we'll be at Hayworld, the new adventure capital of Eastern Maryland." And I guess you gotta kind of be from the East Coast to know how funny that is. Yeah. is that no one would ever put anything closely fun to a kids park in Eastern Maryland. <laughs> That's funny. And uh, Nate says, "Like we'll hit fun in the bullseye, doing a dead-on Amel." It's very inside baseball. He he does a perfect ML, and it, it gives me a giggle. Uh, and then Gary gets to be creepy as the Flash and says, we'll give your children a flash of excitement. I'm like, right. ooh. Yeah. Yep. And they had to do this because the real Trinity, as they call them, uh, said a hard pass. And Nate says, uh, we should have done the crossover. Crossover, yeah. yeah. And uh, the Trinity, that's a neat, uh, like the Trinity in DC is, yeah, Superman, Superman, Batman, Batman, Wonder Woman. The Trinity of the CW shows uh, was Supergirl, Flash, and um, Green Arrow. Green Arrow. (laughs) No. You know, the uh, Green Arrow, which was the replacement Batman. Supergirl, which was the replacement Superman, and Flash, they were just like, oh no, no, Flash is fine. But I mean, they were working with what they were like. But I and I say that with all love, but they there's only Supergirl and Green Arrow only had so many villains to draw from. 
Right. You, you had to pull from uh, other mythos. Like the Flash, the Flash was lousy with fucking villains. They they would waste villains on the Flash. You're like, oh, they could have done more with that one. That was a one episode one. But you know, the Flash is lousy with bad guys, Travis. I think he's got a great rogues gallery in the. Comics, it's one of the best. Just, yeah, it's one of the best. Can't, can't can't do it. Can't make it work on the show, as you're saying. Oh well, they figure it out. But that first couple seasons, they do like Monster of the Week episodes, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, we're never going to run out of these bad guys." And they're like, right. oh, "Maybe we should. Maybe, maybe we are running out of these fucking bad guys." Stretch, it, it, the, t- stretch the taffy a little bit. They they actually had to come up with a new Mirror Master because they blew through Mirror Master in one episode, <laughs> and uh, they had to like come up with a new Mirror Master to be a big bad. You know, I, I remember thinking the same thing. I was like, "Oh, they're just going through the bad guys." There's a lot. There's a lot here because they leaned into like, well, every season, the bad guy has to be another speedster, like for three seasons in a row. It was totally frustrating. Interesting. Mm. Get me shitting on the Trinity while they're, while they're kind of like shitting on the Trinity. And uh, that's when Ava says, isn't it dishonest to promise a superhero show and give them something else? Again, I already talked about this. They're making it clear. They're doing their little mission statement thing about what this show is that's why this is all written here and uh this whole i mean this whole scene right uh sarah's like look no one's gonna come out for the monsters um we need superheroes we need franchise players and superheroes make people feel safe that's how we get them in the door for what we really want to show them (laughs) i was like that's just putting your mission statement right on main street isn't it right (laughs) It's it's amazing. I mean, it could be used as a criticism, but I, for season four of Supergirl, I can see like Fox News using that as a criticism. Like, yep, he's just saying what he's doing. Right. He's using superheroes to get in his liberal agendas and all sure, that shit. Sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. In this, it's like we just want to be fucking silly. Mm-hmm. That that's because that's another thing. All the political shit is gonzo from Legends of Tomorrow after this season. No more. Sounds great. It's just silliness. Good. So Mona and Gary are trying to see what kind of talents these creatures have, and it's going poorly, Travis, because uh, they're like, "Fuck you, we're locked up." And this Portageon stinks. I mean, there's a cholog in this place. <laughs> Charlie comes in and sets them straight. And says, "Hey, this is your fucking opportunity." And uh, Mona shows him like she's one of them too by turning into Wolfie and. One last time, and she says a line, and and then kind of just like skulks off camera, and that is the goodbye for uh, Nisa yeah. Gray. Farewell, <laughs> really. Farewell. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I knew what she was gonna say too. Whatever her line was, you can see it coming a mile away. Yeah. Or like, you know, I don't know. There's a monster. I I, I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah, remember what it was. But in yeah. all of us. Yeah, monster yeah. in all of us, or something yeah. like that. Uh, but the way she just kind of goes. Off camera, yes, and that's the <laughs> end of it. That's <laughs> it for Wolfie. And that's it. Wolfie. That's yeah. it. But but Ramona Young is back next. She, one episode, no, one ep- one episode at the beginning, and I'll just tell you this: she shows up at the end, and that's that's it. Mm. And but no Wolfie, crazy. They they, oh. conve- they conveniently like free. Well, in the first episode, does they? It's how they write her off, and when they do bring her back for the brief uh, thing at the end, uh, I guess there's just no opportunity to turn into a wolf. Or they're like, yeah, we're just never ever going to mention this again. Hmm. And then they never mention her again. 
man, wild, wild. Huh. <laughs> and uh, Charlie says, "Yeah, sure, humans suck, but let's show them. Let's show them that you're not monsters. You know, you're just misunderstood. Even you, serial killer in a puppet." And right. I'm like, wait, this clangs me because remember, he's not a persecuted monster. He's the spirit of an actual serial killer. <laughs> and he, like, <laughs> yeah. he gets a redemptive shot here, too. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Wild. But that ogre, man, he just, when he says, when Big John here says, because he's always, he, all he said is like, ogre win. And, uh, he goes, my name is Frederick. I I just want to sing. I fucking hit the floor laughing every fucking time. <laughs> every fucking and that's not the intended purpose. Sure. But sometimes I don't care. So every time he's like, oh, I just want to sing, and they they run away from me. I'm like, yeah. well, I, we hear you sing at the end of this. <laughs> I know why they're running away from you. Yeah. Frederick, you're not good. That's all I'm saying. You need a Simon Cowell in your life. Mm -hmm. That's our, like, I used to love the early episodes of uh, of American Idol when they just provide this public surface of derailing these runaway trains of delusion. <laughs> you know that guy. Uh -huh. That guy needs one. Oh, oh, when, oh, when, like the auditioners come in and yeah, they just yeah, tear them yeah, an asshole. Yeah, That's yeah, the only yeah. part I like. That's the only I, I could give yeah, a shit about too. the rest me of the too. fucking show. Me too. me too. Until it became like basically uh i'm gonna get over by being bad on purpose you know maybe i'll get noticed like the the one guy did uh remember the one guy was so bad that he, he had a novelty hit off of it people started doing that on purpose hmm, i don't know no i don't yeah anyway so let's get to let's get to hell with vandal savage baby yeah Vandal Savage, you know, he explains. He's like, he's like, yeah, so what a guy. I was sent here to torture him, and then we got to talking. Oh, it got really deep, man. And <laughs> and Ray's like, yeah, it did. And he's like, yeah, what were you fighting about all these years? Uh, and Ray says, like, well, yeah, your compulsion for world domination and uh, inability to accept rejection. And he just says, like, yeah, it was about a girl. And yeah. <laughs> It's a, I loved it. I love it. It's like referencing Hawk Girl without saying Hawk Girl. Uh, right. Nora gets to be like, What girl? I was like, Nothing, nothing. Uh, just, you know, the one I spent five years with in the 50s. <laughs> That's right. Five whole five years. years, man. Five years. <laughs> and Vanley goes, He gets to even say, He's like, Ciao for now. <laughs> like, no. like, oh, say hello to the legends i i, I love those groovy guys groovy time yeah. yeah oh he's I, I, he is i wasn't even kidding before uh he it's my favorite part of the episode by yeah. far is the vandal yeah. savage oh, yeah. stuff it, yeah. like, it, yeah. it's yeah i can excuse a lot and I did look, and I love the whole sing along shit too, because I'm a big fucking softy. Uh, but my favorite part of this episode is Vandal Sash. <laughs> yeah, big time, big time. So they flash back up to the wave rider. Ray's now a coin again, and uh, Gary can't wish him back. It doesn't work, and uh, 
Constantine, I love the cut of the, the scene. Constantine's like, like, wow, the legends must have something up their sleeves and it immediately cuts to him. He's like, what the fuck? It's not playtime, you fucking assholes. <laughs> Just immediately made me, mm-hmm. made me laugh. It was very sick comedy. And uh, Sarah's like, look, this is our fucking plan. This is what we're going to do. And Constantine's like, well, you know, there's another way. And as, as we found out uh, in earlier episodes, the deal was Neron can't kill Nate. So if they could fool Neron into killing Nate, the deal's broken. He has to leave Ray and Constantine can kill him. Sarah's like, no fucking way. We're not doing that. You know, I'm not going to have Nate die. We're going to do the fucking Hayroll plan, as stupid as it is. And I remember, I just made a note that she was really great here. As silly all, as all this was, I really felt like she really conveys the emotion of, she's like, no, I care about my crew and everything. She's, you know, it's been a while since I've complimented Katie Lotz. And, oh, of uh, course. Just to, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It it's almost old hat now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. That's great. And uh, so Nate and Z are building Hayworld and he's doing the whole, I'm going to give uh, my girlfriend all this exposition about how this makes me feel that surely she knows already because, you know, she's my girlfriend and teammate. And it works. There's a slow legends theme at uh, building, which kind of swells in my heart too, Travis, as Hayworld becomes a reality. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to commercial and then right back and Hayworld's open for fucking business. And I'm a sucker for a carnival. Trav, I love a carnival. Sure. The, the state fair, all of it. It I, I I would take before the pandemic, I would always take my nephew and uh, then his buddies, take him to the state fair over here, ride on some of the most just like, no, oh, that I remember those. Those are the ones that that I thought I'd die on when I was their yeah. age. Let's get them on yeah. there. You know, just, uh, 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 it's great. Uh, uh. It's yeah. the best. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I love it too. Good times. And I'd like to go to Hayroad. It's Disney World uh, without all the anti-Semitism, yeah, Travis, because okay. they even uh, there's a Hank statue, much like the the yeah, no, so, the Walt yeah, statue. Yeah, Disneyland rocks, man. Disneyland's the best. I've Disneyland never been. Truly I've is, never been. It is. It truly is the happiest place on earth. You feel uh, it when you walk. You feel it the second you walk in. Trust I've, me, I've never been to been a a Disney. Of, I've been to a lot of fairs. I've been to a lot of. Uh, um neither my wife was never really into it at all and she went once with us and she says okay yeah when are we going back it's it it's it man it's unreal you feel it when you walk in there look and i love fairs too just as much as you do it's like times a thousand man i, I can't even begin to explain to you how awesome disneyland truly is no carnies you gotta have carnies yeah it puts it puts all uh whatever joy you get from carnies it, it's times mm-hmm. 10 at, at the it's crazy man it's it's a real experience I can't recommend it uh, enough. <laughs> uh, uh, like, uh, oh, I'm. Uh, uh, okay. we, we heard from our good people at Farm Bureau Financial. Yeah, now you're working for Disney. Uh, no, um, but uh, but we are working again. Uh, oh, nice. It sounds sometime again in in March, and it, and it sounds like we might be shooting in LA. And if we're shooting in LA, we might go to Disneyland again. Oh, that's awesome! Might take that's the awesome. might take the opportunity to do it just because it's it's that much fun. I'm, I'm sure i'm like i'm too old to go on any rides anymore you don't even know no, man. I don't you know say I... that you say that oh i know my that. grandfather my my grandfather nora's great grandfather would go on rides with us um <laughs> it you say that but when you get i can't even tell you how much. yeah but i don't like it's... but I, I also hate roller coasters so yeah. take that yeah, then you can skip there's no there's there's rides that have nothing to do with roller coasters man and there's, i hate being reminded truly, of and i hate being reminded something... i hate being reminded 
of how much I thought Mickey Mouse was never fucking funny. I want to go to Bugs Bunny Land is what yeah. I want to go. Yeah, they got those two. And they're just not as good, man. I'm telling you right now. I'll, I'll tell you a thousand times. As mm. even the it would it would even the the the, the saddest of hearts would uh or the, the darkest of hearts. There was a Hanna Barbera one. one. There was a Hanna Barbera one in yeah. Ohio. Yeah, I grew up with one. I grew up I with to. one in in in, in Calgary and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't have the magic, man. They're, no, you oh, know this, like this one had the magic for me. I met I met, I won a giant stuffed animal on one 25 cent coin cost that brought me to the attention of the cutest, hottest teenage girl I ever got to ever make out with in my life based on the fact that I had this. That was a magical place, my friend. I found out later that a ride I went on to derailed and people were hurt. And I still said it was a magical day. So, No, I'm telling you, at some point, like you should... It should be bucket list. Now I'd say that to anybody. Go to go to Disneyland at least once in your life and you'll you'll see it. There really is something for everybody. So oh gosh, where am I here? So reporters there. It says I'd sprung up overnight and uh uh and they's trying to sell the churros and that kind of shit. Gary's the huckster and uh, as much as we shit on Gary uh last episode and everything, when he's playing huckster and uh, ringmaster. I love him. I think he, I think he's super fun. It, he's got a face for that shit. And, right. uh, and he's saying, come see superheroes versus monsters, which is something you predicted, sort of, yeah. uh, a few uh, episodes. You're like, well, I guess we're getting a superheroes versus monsters in a theme park. That sounds fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you right. got halfway there. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, but by, by, by for this to have been a good show that 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 anyone would have been enjoying or or would have like this would have turned any sort of public opinion one way or the other some some shitty fucking carny show this is so dumb man this was all so dumb i'm sorry well their idea is that they're gonna broadcast it to yeah everybody on earth yeah oh who's gonna miss that wouldn't you? Oh God, that'll be like a princess. No, Diana's she's hacking. Funeral. Zari yeah. is hacking every feed. Yeah. yeah, they don't make that clear. They don't make that clear enough. They say one line. She's like, "Yep, three billion doesn't people." Matter. And then doesn't this. matter. People would tune it the fuck out. Like, what is this nonsense? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know what? I am. I am totally fine with yeah. this. I, yeah. The whole idea of like, "Hey, we're gonna do this ridiculous thing," and it all works out in the end, and everyone sees it. I I love. Uh, also, though. Here's the I I do enjoy it. I recognize it what it is. They recognize it what what it is. There's a joke in an upcoming season that I've been wanting to re- reference to you, but sitting on, where they do some sort of meta joke about how great their finishes are or something, and uh, Nate's like he's like, well you know except for that one time I died, and then they just move on from from there yeah. to, where they yeah. give it a little like yeah yeah we know, yeah. and uh, but again. I am such a super softy that this works on me. I can see why people uh, don't like it, but it works for me in a in a big and bad way. Because you're a fan, and because you've gone to gone on to love it, anything. This is not a good episode of television by any stretch, man. Ooh, I'm I sorry, like it's it. not. It's not. You can't say this is. It's 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 a it's it's full of too many leaps and. And too many kind of okay. We're gonna pat. We're gonna hammer all this in and fit all this in. This is how we're gonna tie up loose ends, and and in ways that if you weren't if you aren't a devotee um, of of what's happening with these people, 
like like I said, I'll, I admit that that I was a bit moved by by seeing people sing at the end, but that was so fucking dumb, man. That's so weak. That's so silly. Like uh, I I think what they should have done is just have them remain dead, and then find a way to bring them back uh, uh, next season. Like 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 make it that that's got to be the the way well, that I, I, uh, I will I will tell you this also uh, without giving away too much. I mean, the first episode of next season is their part of crisis. The next episode, they do something to completely wipe it all away. Okay, pretty good because it was good because it wasn't that good because it wasn't very good. Well, well it, it is fact is well, in fact is like, well, I guess the legends are super famous now, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, they figure out a way to play with that for one episode and then completely drop it. Uh, and that the shows craziest you that, thing about the crisis and that shows crazy, you that this wasn't a good this wasn't a good idea. Man. Oh no, if I it don't, was a good idea. They would have. I think uh, it's totally flawed, it. but I, I, it. There's enough about it that yeah. charms me that I'm like I can see what I like amidst the fact that I know what this yes, is. And it's because you've been with it for so long, and you're going to forgive yeah. a lot more than most people will. But I'm telling you, as a like, if you were to just watch as a as like a regular episode of TV, where you're supposed to check off things for like even for just like the season finale is supposed to do, this is a this is a failure, uh, man. I'm sorry, in my in my mind. So they're trying to put together superheroes versus monsters. Mona's the stage manager. Uh, tells the Baba Yaga that uh, not to eat any kids, and Charlie tells Mike the Spike here to watch his language. I was like, what's his act? Travis, I mean, it's got to be stand up, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. it's got to be stand comic, insult comic for sure. He's he, he's like, what's all? What's with all the dicks in season four of this show? <laughs> I just want it just. It, it always ends with him calling somebody a dick, but it's always funny. <laughs> oh, by the way, I don't know if you've seen this. I'm not going to get into it at all deep, but um. Whitney Cummings says something really stupid on Twitter about really comics stupid. Yeah. and uh, just watching everyone just married, just brutalizing her and just like, to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just sprung up. It's yeah. Say <laughs> yeah. which I was like, yeah, I, it made me laugh. Would... So this is when they get in the line about the standards and practices up their ass. I was like, is this dick shit? Some inside baseball. With them because it's so again it's so weird and then they throw in the ar arguing with standards and practice line here and i was like was there some weird fucking dick waving contest going on between them i don't know it it's so strange i'll never understand the whole like dick thing on season four of this show <laughs> it's so fucking weird <laughs> but it's showtime and gary's a ringmaster and i like that he's good and Ava's recording the show and serenader pretending to finish a battle. You're like, so long, Supergirl and Green Arrow. <laughs> Nobody's there. And I love that Mick wrote it. He's he's in he's in he's in the shadows going over his script. Yeah. He wrote the fucking show. I'm like, oh, that's and when he, people don't like it, he gets pissed off. And I, mm -hmm. I thought that was very, I thought he had so little to do in this, but everything that uh, Dominic had to do in this, I thought was great, but he was, was super fun, fun. I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he apparently, uh, uh, there was something in the IMDb about like uh, him 
he didn't even know need to know the words to that song when they told him to sing it or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> he just belted it out. Good on him. <laughs> and uh, so they go, hey, let's go hang out with the Flash. And the monsters show up and they're like, hey, let's not fight. Let's get to know him. And then it cuts to the monitor. I mean, I'm sure you spotted the big alien guy you know, in the crowd shaking his head like, what the fuck is this shit? Right. That's the monitor. That's the guy who is observing, uh, appearing at all the shows in some form or another and interacting uh, or observing all the heroes because he's the one gathering the army to to fight the anti-monitor and crisis on infinite earth. It's something DC did uh, in the comics. They, they had the monitor making these weird appearances and you didn't know who the fuck this monitor was. And like, two years worth of books for it led up to crisis on infinite earth and at this point like he's making appearances because we're about to do crisis and he's here to look at the legends of tomorrow because they're part of these heroes he's gonna need to fucking gather and he's watching the end of season four and he's like shaking his head like what the fuck is this shit and it kills me and this and i know you're saying like well if you just stumbled upon this i'm like you just stumbled upon this you don't know who the fuck the monitor is there's an assumption that you're what that there's an assumption that people are watching all of these shows and it's a correct assumption mostly at this point at this point when this aired definitely the thing about crisis is like we're gonna bring everything together into one cohesive universe so we can ignore it completely for the rest of because now they ignore it the whole yeah. shared universe shit they like we we can't be burdened with that as a storytelling device okay probably for the best yeah, it's it's crazy. It's the exact opposite of what the crisis was you know, supposed to. Like, we're gonna make a big cohesive universe. You know, like, yep, and we're gonna just completely ignore it, which yeah. is it's fantastic. Hmm. And uh, uh, Gary does his best. Uh, uh, Kevin Bacon, everyone remain calm, and then passes out. Uh, makes happy that there's a real dragon there because yeah, the Tabitha and the dragon show. Oh, the, the shot of Tabitha coming in though. They gave her like the, the Andre Big Show uh, underneath camera shot, which I hey, the last time when they were fighting, I, I meant to mention like they had a chance to grab that staff and and did not take it when she when they knocked it out of her hand a while back. Um, I think that's like a, a, like they should have had enough presence of mind. To I'll tell you that. I'll tell you so much. I rewound that to go. Did they just steal her staff in Washington? Yeah, yeah. because it just falls against the wall. Yeah, but then you see her pick it right back up. I, I did have to. I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, they got Charlie and the staff. Yeah. But Gary, uh, okay, he's passed out because he's passed out. Uh, Nora can't do anything because he has to make wishes. And Tabitha looks out there, and much like uh, many of the viewers, goes, "Oh, this is a silly little morality play." And and if this this crowd gets scared enough, and all it's being broadcast to the world. Hell's going to open up here. So they got to get the staff. And yes, uh, Tabitha gets punched in the face. I put it here just like Travis wanted. <laughs> as much as I love um, uh, uh, older ladies, Travis hates them and wants to see them punched in the face. <laughs> and the fear is entering the staff. Sarah gets knocked down and she's yelling, burn them all. And uh, then little Z steps in front of the dragon, tells it to stop. And she yells 
And at that point, I remember being like, ugh, okay. I see where this is going, you know? And I felt the cheese of that moment of the little girl. But then it cuts to Chingar yelling, burn the child, do it now. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fucking what? Yeah. <laughs> it was hardcore. <laughs> but the dragon, she tells it to dance. So the little, the dragon dances and whacks Tabitha with its tail, drops her staff, and the dragon eats Tabitha. And adios, Chingar. You're so too lovely for this world. Guess that's up. That CGI. is that. Oh, oh, by the way, everybody, CGI. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That goes without saying. Because <laughs> yeah. especially the dragon swallowing uh, a woman, uh, it, 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 there was no chewing. There was no nothing. It just like whoop, right through. And, and then it turns, because the spell's broken, it turns back into a baby dragon, which should have been overinflated. The belly of that dragon should have been overinflated with a sexy, sexy older woman inside. <laughs> it made no sense. Yeah. Oh, well. But adios, Jane Carr, uh, not just because of my... And here's the thing. I realized that this is old. I had a crush on her in Dear John days. I know, I know. You just carried that. over. You mentioned that. Okay, you mentioned that. okay. You did, you did. And I thought she was wonderful this season. I, I completely enjoyed her character. I thought she was the best part about the, the second episode that we, we both didn't like. I was like, yeah. I liked her. Okay. I got <laughs> More you. More ways than one, Travis. Yes, but, uh, yes, let's move on. So... Uh, and the crowd cheers because the kids love murder, uh, but the hole's still opening. And uh, Constantine uh, says, this is so on the nose. He says, hey, it'll take more than a musical number to stop this. Nope. Um, uh, 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 uh. So Constantine uh, challenges Neron to a one-on-one fight and Neron kills him right away as he's dying. He says, the legends will always win. And it's the switch spell from before. And, and mm-hmm. This one of the little callbacks I liked. He's like, yep, we got you with that dummy. And yeah. And Neron gets killed. And the way Sarah says, finish him, John, just got to me. Like, because they, you know, fucking Nate's dead. Yeah. And Constantine says it was his choice. Yeah. And uh, they do the spell on the coin and Ray wakes up and he's upset about Nate. And so Zari arrives, you know, Gideon had warned her earlier. You know, this will, they said, this will fuck up your timeline if you go out there, but she has to be there because, you know, they need to sing Travis and they needed her voice apparently because, <laughs> She does have a lovely voice. And who else was going to inspire the world instead of her staying on the wave rider? Uh, and they're like, we need to change this character. Let's give her something else to do. Uh, Mick, you know, showing emotion, you know, grabs a Constantine, calls him weasel, bring him back, but it's beyond his magic. And we cut to Nate in the rafters with Hank. And I don't give a shit. I love this. I fucking loved it. Loved it. Uh, I didn't so much love the uh, the little referential uh, thing where uh, Hank says, "Not a bad show, if you ask me." Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I get I get what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. You know, it, uh, it, you're overcompensating because season four has been again great, but it, it stumbled to an end. But when he t- says how he missed him and uh and they, they kind of hint at a heaven i i just love their scene i love them together all season i love that they got to do this i love the whole ghost shit with them and i love that he says he's like you know what the show is uh missing yours and music and he sings sweet baby james and takes over mick which is a cult member because he had possessed mick once before in this season so he can still possess him 
and make him fucking sing that. And they take that as a message. And uh, they, they start figuring it out that we need to sing because love is energy. Just like fear, Ray figures out and we, we, we can bring him back. And Mick says, like, what you're, you're, you're probably thinking, oh, you got to be kidding me. It's just you're making shit up. Why not just make shit up as you go along? Oh, well, this makes sense to me. Like this, this completely point. makes sense to me. Uh, this is make shit up as you go along. Sorry, man. That, this makes you sense. You can do to this me. anytime somebody dies. Oh, that was just a fucking song, Gao. No, you just got the magic. No, they got the magical staff. Oh, was- the magical staff. Yeah. <laughs> well, just bring that thing with you all the time. Oh, Rory just got Mick but Rory it's just the- got decapitated. Don't worry, we got the stick. It's what do a we magical, want to sing today? Hold on, hold on. What do you I'm want to sing today? Hold on, I'm going to stick up with this. It's a magical step, but you also have that Hank uh, is controlling shit here. He's been given a favor by God or some shit. Okay, he there you go. There wax. You go. Why? Why is why is he able to control things? I, I just because because they wanted to bring him back and do this fucking yeah, scene with again, him. There's, there's and no I even love. I, I love there's that. No storyline reason. Nate goes in. It. Nate goes in for a hug, and he just whacks him back into his body as they're all singing. That's fine that they got him out of it. There's just no reason for it to to. Oh, sleep. Like it's, dude, the Cholock so... was playing guitar, Travis. Yeah, don't act like I'm the only. Uh, trust me, I've, I, as I said, I said at the beginning of the season, or even before we started this season, I know that Legends fans refer to season one and season four as not good, not the best seasons, right? And and I, season and finale, I've, I've praised, like, and I've praised, uh, I've praised the good episodes in this season, but I've I've also shit on the shitty episodes, and I've said uh, out loud that I think the shitty episodes are shittier than the ones in season one because you're supposed to have shitty episodes when you're in season one. By now, you should have it figured out. Um, so that's why, like, overall, well, you know, like you said that. Hold on, hold on. So you said that before. You, they should have it figured out. They clearly don't because part of what they're trying to do has. It, about figuring this show, this show particularly out, the rest of them set a tone. These superhero shows set a tone, and it's the same from day one. Arrow, day one, it's grim. Uh, Flash, day one, bit more lighthearted, but also grim. That's it. They know what they're doing. All of them. Supergirl, bit more lighthearted and uplifting. That's what this is. Legends, we still we've kept this on for four seasons. We still don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, we're, we it, know what it we're... really showed. And to me, it really showed today, man. It really, or in this episode, it really showed that they just didn't know what they're doing. Well, they know what they they know what they want. They know what they want. They know what the season four was. We know where we want to take this. We want to take this to be completely silly and ridiculous, and it was a, a season of them shedding everything completely. Because the especially like the first four episodes of the season were just bangers, one after another, mm-hmm. a bunch of them, and then a, a little dip, and then a bunch of bangers, and then some big dips, and then into this. And I, and I recognize what this the, the finale was. There was just enough of this one that got to me emotionally, like you said, because I'm a I'm a fan. But uh, like even Constantine going sing, and here's what they missed. Everyone's singing Sweet Baby James. Now, if they had just figured out a way, okay, look, they already did stock footage of people rioting all over the world. Go fucking nuts. I wanted stock footage that made it seem like the world is singing, like the world's giant, most giant Coke commercial to bring Nate back to life. Go hog wild. 
Yeah. Not just the people like in. I've talked about. I've talked about. I, I I just think that's such a lazy trope. Not just for this uh, TV show. Oh, it's um, it's, it's dude. Uh, it's Tinkerbell. It's Tinkerbell. Yeah. It's clap. Yeah. It, it's clap. It's clap. If uh, Tinkerbell is gonna live, every yeah. every kid who ever went to see Peter Pan the first time when they were little, yeah. you think, and you're like, oh shit, Tinkerbell's yeah. dead, and Peter Pan breaks the fourth wall and tells you, clap, you little motherfucker, or else she's dead. Or a lot, you know, and bring her alive. That's what this is. That's yeah. exactly what this is. Yeah, and it and it's that's shit, man. That's shit. Oh, I For love it. I have a heart. I have a. I, so do I. I so do I. Yeah, I just think it's just really you deserve better. I deserve. We deserve better at this point than for them to like. I just think the way out of this. Like, come on, man. If there's been do, any they, evidence, they, throw in, they even throw in the, the, the line where Nora looks at uh, Ava and she's like, "Didn't we do this last year with a, a with old the circle, hands in a circle? circle?" And yeah. she's like, "But now we're in the circle because yeah, now yeah. we're because she's like because now we're part of this cast. I mean, yeah. at least I am. I, I've heard rumors about you and your husband. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to uh, get your agent on uh, on so. Oh no, did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah." So, so Nate wakes up and he's alive and uh, Zari's telling him that she you know, couldn't let him die. And they go, he goes for the hug and he pulls back and she's, she gone. She gone. Zari be gone. And it's Bayrod. He even says, he's like, well, a little more pelvis than normal, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, he flashes and is like, oh, because Bayrod, Z has never existed. Now, in that Every adventure they had happened with Bayrod. Now he Z is B. And they never go back to any of that because it'd be too ridiculous to try to explain. But that timeline is done gonzo. They've been having adventures with Bayrod this whole time. Okay. Now, Grant also Tala Ash has uh, obviously not left this show. And uh just think about this a little teaser for season five, Travis. Mm-hmm. What would happen to maybe a sweet little girl who suddenly becomes so internet famous as the Dragon Girl? What what, what might she actually grow up to be like? And uh, that is fun. Like she, it, it's it's uh, she gets to play around in a completely different role uh, as a uh, as Newsari, basically. Right. So okay, cool. Super fun. So uh I don't. Yeah, it was a it, nice reveal that that he had the the same shirt totem, or the totem on his uh on a bracelet now. Yeah, and he and he also was wearing the same shirt Zari was wearing, and here I go again. Ha. Goodness gracious. Yep. Good eye. Good eye, my friend. Yep. And uh Sarah does a little roll call that was lame. They're like, all right, time bros and time ladies and time monsters and Gary. Uh Let's fire up the ship. And then we cut to Astra and she's in hell cashing in some soul coins. Some of history's worst people. She says, cashing everyone in did, Capones, cashing in Capones. Cashing in Capones. But uh, I, I will tell you this in case you're wondering, Travis, of you all those evil souls, calm? no Capones. Oh, no, no. Cap- <laughs> no Capone. No yeah, actual no, Al Capone. It. We don't it. get to see Al Capone come back. Not yet. Not in season seven, but as we as we mentioned the beginning, there, there should you've guaranteed the triple G. I'll, I'll hit that sound effect again. Uh, All right, so as we wrap up season, season four, eight. Travis, we already know I, I love I love this one despite its flaws. You don't. 
But, but as yeah. we're getting up to season four, we all know, also know, we've talked about the amount of episodes that are on the, the, the list of the best we've seen are this season. And it took a, there was a mid-season train wreck. And I thought they righted the ship enough that I enjoyed it. You didn't. Yeah. But no. I want to just list these episodes of just this season that I think are some of the best ones we've seen so far in the show. Tell mm-hmm. me if you agree. Virgin Gary, Which the one Woodstock one. Woodstock one, yeah. I mean, I, I, as I mentioned, I wanted to see more hippie death, but I but well, I liked it. More hippie death, but I, you, you <laughs> like, I believe you like it. Um, Dancing Queen, uh, where yeah. we meet Charlie, and there's the uh, like uh, Leprechaun Rice. Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Punk rock one, wet hot American bummer. Of course, one of the best yeah, of the fucking of the series. Top three, top three. Yeah, I think we both really enjoyed Tagamo attacks. Yeah, and, that was uh, that was the first. Th- those were the first four episodes of the season. That's yeah. what I'm saying. One, yeah. two, three, four. Those. And then I'd say Lucha de Apuestas was a memorable. Lucha de well. Apuestas, uh, Legends of Two Meow Meow. Yeah, with the exception of the title, was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, um. Uh, I thought Nip Stuck was really good. Uh, which one that was? That was the one where they're stuck in the ice, and uh, and we and we have yeah, uh, King, that King felt like good. That felt like good Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. even though I've had my ups and downs, I know you seem to enjoy the getaway where they're in the van. Uh, yeah, uh, had its moments. It, like, I, like I think it, they should have committed to an entire road trip uh, episode the way they did with right. the meatballs. There was a, but, oh, much. Yeah. Uh, but and I did not include eggplant witch in the wardrobe because uh, the wardrobe part in the, the hell uh, the hell IKEA was some of the best stuff they've ever done. But uh, the other stuff wasn't. Uh, right. And also, I did not include Seance and Sensibility, even though it, it's one of my favorite episodes. And I was like, "Yep, one scene. It's all I need. It's it's a one scene episode." Yes. But oh my god! Yeah. But that one scene I, is some of the best stuff they but ever again, did. But that's because you've got such a you've got so much love in your heart for this show and and uh, everything that happens that you're going to be way more forgiving. Uh, and, and you know, and you, I know I, I called that work. one at the time. I called that one at the time. Yeah. I was like, I, 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 I go, I go. I know how awful everything else is here, yeah, yeah, but yeah. this is this is enough for me. Yeah. Because I yeah. love a musical sequence, Travis. I'm songs in my heart. I do too. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, one thing we didn't mention, Travis, and plugs is we've got a crossover coming up mm-hmm. oh, between yeah. yours, mine, and the truth and Gideon guys. That's right. That's right. Damn it. We should have mentioned that. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that as as we do, when we get to the end of seasons uh here on Gideon Guys, we like to take a bit of a break before we, we come back mm-hmm. during this break um uh well probably uh yeah we will do a yours mine and the truth slash getting guys kind of uh combo episode where uh we will be joined by my dear friend associate professor and like a published uh globe and mail writer here in canada he's an amazing guy uh ted mccoy um and huge star trek fan who also agrees with me about deep space Space nine Nine. yeah you guys both love deep space nine but we are going to Finally, do our beat. We're going to do a Beatles uh, episode where we put together our um, white album to shrink down a white mm-hmm. album into a into a single uh, into a single uh, album. album. Yeah, so I'm pretty jazzed to see how that turns out because that's been lots of fun. Um, yeah, so look for that, uh, guys, here and uh, on uh, uh, well here on the Palm Podcast Network. You'll see it soon.
Yeah, and again, uh, tune in, uh, subscribe on all your uh, uh, podcatcher apps just to Quam because you may not like wrestling, but a lot of our shows are super funny and super fun, and you might find some interest in them, and it's the easiest way to get to us. Yeah. Uh, and we appreciate it. our numbers. That, that helps our numbers. Yeah, um, and we'll say it one more time. For, for Mystery Titans Theater on twitch.tv slash Jarvis Wash Machine, next show, February 12th, 7 p.m. The challenge is late. There has, the gauntlet has been thrown for a Gideon, guys, oh, wait, no, wrong a, sound effect. a Gideon Guys fan to, to join us and say that they came to Mystery Titans Theater through Gideon Guys. It's got to happen at least once. All right. And right after that, we will be back. Uh, in March with Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah, baby. The big, it's the most ambitious thing they've ever tried. It is not a total success, but it is so ambitious. Right. That I love it. And I've already, like I already said, it does the exact opposite of what the Crisis was supposed to do. Right. (laughs) It's just like, this is our way of saying goodbye to this interconnected universe and letting everyone just do their own shit. It works. Makes Mm -hmm. sense. Why not? All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back for all those wonderful shows. We can't wait. I'm really looking for it. I've been been pitching that Beatles idea for a long time, man. I can't wait to fucking Mm. do that. It's going to be great. Can't wait. uh, uh, thanks for everyone for listening. Uh, also, thanks to Neil Stenson for our opening theme, Vancouver for our IMDb Curious Vancouver theme, girl. and Al- oh, what I say? Vancouver. Well, it's like the city of Vancouver. But I, I thought I Vancouver said I, I missed the girl. Yeah. Well, I don't, you know, pronouns, man. I don't know what. (laughs) Vancouver Girl for our IMDb Curious theme and Alex Heflin for our outro theme. Alex, by the way, plays all the instruments in that. man. It's it's amazing. And check out Alex and Neil on YouTube and their music. And follow uh, Vancouver Girl on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Guys Gideon. And we will talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. (laughs) 